Greetings, readers. This is the Recap Book Chat. We are thrilled that you're with us because reading illuminates your life like a star. As J.R.R. Tolkien said, little by little, one travels far. And welcome to the Recap Book Chat. I am so glad that you joined us today, and I'm super excited. We have Jamie R. Cole with me right now. I uh, cornered her at my son's Veteran Day program <laughs> and asked her to do an a interview, and so I'm so grateful that she is here. She's a retired service member of the U.S. Army. She sustained injuries overseas during deployment. She's been a public school librarian, a business owner, and now author of this awesome book called Jake the Service Dog, which we're going to talk about. So thank you so much, Jamie, for talking with me. The, at the program that you did, you mentioned that you were a supply sergeant. And have you ever thought about the similarities between a supply sergeant and a librarian? Well, thank you for having me first off. And yes, I have. I Um, I loved it. Um, I miss being in the military and I loved being a supply sergeant. So being in the library, I got to order things and organize and I'm somewhat obsessive compulsive. I'm better now, but um, it, it helped me feed that that missing part of my life after being in the military. And I never would have thought I would meet a veteran librarian. So it's like, it's a really cool mix. And like, you blended it beautifully in your book. I'm like, this is just amazing. Funny story about that. Um, I was teaching a careers class, eighth grade careers class. And one of the assignments after they had studied all the career fields was what is Miss Cole's next career? And it was sort of a semi joke because I forgot to make my lesson plans that week. And so it worked out. I've threw together something and uh, the students did all their research and then COVID hit. So I used their research <laughs> and I ended up getting my degree based off the research they did for me. So it was kind of funny. Wow. That's so cool. That's a great story. I, I did take it. a picture with them whenever I got my diploma. We have a picture together. So it's kind of cool. I mean, that's a great idea. I, I mean, I think everyone should do that. Let's poll everyone to see what you think I should be doing. You know, everyone should do that because the people around you know you. Well, over half the class chose librarian for me without talking to each other. Um, I had a welder, a mechanic, which I love hands-on stuff, but I've always loved being in the library. I love education. I love helping people learn. I used to think it'd be really cool to be a librarian, but then I realized you have to have a master's and I was never going to get my master's, right? Mm. But circumstance changed and here I am. (laughs) Well, good job. Thank you. I'm like, and she, I just witnessed, you did a talk for the, the whole school, and then you did um, a book reading, and the way you interact with the kids, I was like, ah, oh, you knew, I knew you'd been in education or something before, because you're just so good about interacting and keeping their attention, and just being funny, and it was just, it was fun to watch. I, I enjoyed it, and so um, I'm just grateful that you're here. So let's jump into the book. So the book is Jake the Service Dog. What inspired you to write it? All right. Jake the Service Dog, subtitle being What is a Service Dog, is children's nonfiction. I had my first service dog starting in 2016. I didn't really know a whole lot about it. I will tell you for a fact, in 2014, 
I started the process of applying for service dogs. My uh, VA doctor wrote me a prescription and I was able to find Veterans Assistance Dogs of Texas and they reviewed my application. It takes about a year to train a dog to a veteran's needs normally. And so I wasn't really sure what I was getting myself into. I just knew that I needed help, not just from PTSD, but um, I'd had multiple surgeries. I still had several on the horizon to include. I still have two left. And so I was on all kinds of medication and I'd been told that service dogs actually help you get off the medication. And at the time I was on 21 different bottles. I actually had to write down everything. And after having Jake for a year, I was down to two medications. I was able to get off so many medications. That's awesome. And that's not something that I realized. And um, my quality of life has been so much better. And so what inspired me to write it was Jake had a major surgery in November of 2020, and I almost lost him. And by October of 2021, the organization decided to retire him. And I've always wanted to write. I've wanted to be an author. But there's only seven basic plots to any story. And I didn't feel I had anything cool enough to contribute. And that hadn't already been written or in the same format. And with Jake retiring, I realized I had the best story in the world. So the first book is out now. And it starts his story, talking to Shay. And um, he's telling her what it's like to be a service dog. I love how you did that. I love how you brought nonfiction and you presented it in a way that is where the two where the dogs are talking. And so it's like you're presenting nonfiction ideas and very really important things for the kids to know, but you're doing it in a way that's like easy for them to understand. I thought that was it kind of reminded me of Hank the Cow Dog, but a nonfiction <laughs> Hank the Cow Dog. Well, I did teach third and fourth grade writing, history and science, and then I also taught junior high ELAR plus careers. And nonfiction, anytime you talk to a student about nonfiction, they're like, I don't want to read something boring. <laughs> and so I knew I wanted to help educate because I'm passionate about education. I'm also passionate about having children read. And so being able to present that in a fun way so that children would actually want to learn, want to hear more, that is kind of what inspired me to do it in that format. It actually was my husband's idea of having a old man versus young pup uh, conversation. We were coming home from Easter one day uh, on a Sunday and he was like, hey, this is a perfect way to do it because we were listening to my relatives talk. And so it was kind of, you know, fitting. And so it fits their personalities too. Awesome. So you, so you knew you always wanted to write a book. So do you remember the day when it clicked? Like you're like, it just like, this is it? Like, so you said, was it right when they retired him, Jake, when you, that idea clicked? Or was it? Sort of. I knew that I could write his story somehow. I wasn't sure how. I didn't know who I wanted to reach. But in January of this year, I got a really bad case of COVID. And my doctor was like, you're on your deathbed. You have got to stop. And so the hardest thing I've had to do in a long, long time was quit teaching and being a librarian. And I loved it so much. And that was probably the hardest thing I've had to do is tell those kids goodbye. And I had to give my two weeks notice. I finished up what I could and I went home. And after about three weeks, my husband's like, you really need something else to do. And I was like, well, I'm almost done with my degree. And he goes, 
what are you doing afterwards? And I said, well, I want to write a book. He goes, then do it. And so I played around with countless ways to tell his story, but I felt it pertinent to speak to the younger children. So my book's geared pre-K through fifth um, with information. Jake explains everything that he talks about so that the children have a better understanding. Yes, you did a great job of that, of really getting it on their level. And, and I learned so much. You said um, Shay is considered a piece of medical equipment. I'm like, I did not realize that. That's really cool. Well, both Jake and Shay are pheromone trained, and that's something that technology can't do, <laughs> per se. And um, also, Can you describe that? Go, I, I thought that was really interesting. Okay. Yeah, pheromone, what that means. Pheromone training uh, is not for every dog. However, most service dogs can be trained. Your body gives off a certain odor, for lack of a better term, um, and that odor can signal different things. And so I have severe anxiety due to post-traumatic stress disorder and my heart rate will shoot all of a sudden and it will make me pass out. And so Jake has been able to catch it. I've only passed out four and a half times technically with him <laughs> in since 2016, whereas before I was passing out quite often. Wow. And, um, but pheromone training, you know, Jake or Shay, they smell the pheromone change and they come and they tell me. And whether it's a nudge towards a chair or putting their paws on my shoulder to get my attention or whatnot, they let me know so that I don't pass out. And if as long as I can get seated and focus on them, I can bring my heart rate down by petting their head. Jake actually has two bald spots near his ear from where I pet, uh, used to pet him quite often. So, but that's that's part of the training and everybody has different pheromones however both of them can pick up stress pheromones on pretty much anybody but uh everybody has a different smell so my smells are very specific to me and they're very attuned to that which is why they say don't pet service dogs because you don't know what they're trained for yes very important you and that's another thing that you brought out in the book for kids to know because kids are just drawn towards dogs anyway so I think that's really important message that you're getting there how did Jake and now Shay come into your life 2014 they were finishing up my retirement um, I'd already been released from Fort Hood on temporary disability and so I had come to Tarleton State University my husband uh, my youngest daughter at the time and I were living uh, in Stephenville and like I told you, I was on 21 medications, depression. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to go to class. I didn't want to do anything. And I was in a dark hole. Had it not been for VA Dogs of Texas, I probably would not be here today. And I'm not happy to admit that. But that's the impact that Jake has had on in my life. He's kept me going. He has kept me focused because guess what? You have to get out of bed. You have to get that dog taken care of. They can't let themselves out the door. They can't feed themselves. They can't, you are their world. And so not only do they work for you, you know, between the pheromone training, waking you from nightmares and various tasks that they do. It's just one of those things that you have to take care of them so that they take care of you. And gradually I got out of that stump I guess you could say and so having them well 
now both of them, has made my life better. And you said, and that's the VA? Veterans Assistance Dogs of Texas. They are not affiliated with Veterans Affairs. Okay. Um, however, they do, they have shortened their name and we're actually talking about changing the name okay. um, because it is on the website is vadogs.org. They're a nonprofit organization, but because the Veterans Affairs, which is shortened to VA, has had such a negative connotation for so many veterans because we are not getting the treatment. We are treated like a, a pill dispensary. You know, hey, try this new drug out. Try the, oh, I want to change your drugs to this. We don't want that. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, wow. some of the veterans here, VA Dogs of Texas, and they associate it with the... Oh, okay. Uh, not Veterans Assistance, but Veterans Affairs. And so they don't want to have anything to do with us. And so they're actually considering changing the name. So I'll have to write that in the next book, probably. Okay. <laughs> so Well, I'll post a link of the current website now, yes. and then we'll stay tuned if they change the name. Yes. I, like I said, they're a nonprofit organization. You can go see their website at vadogs.org. And um, Amazon Smile is a good way if you do a lot of Amazon shopping. Go to Amazon Smile, choose Veterans Assistance Dogs of Texas, and a couple of pennies per shipment, yeah. which doesn't sound like a lot, but it, adds it up. really does. Especially if you shop a lot. Especially around the holidays. Yes. So. That's a great idea. Okay. I'm going to put that, I'll put that in the show notes too. So, and we kind of mentioned this a little bit, but the what's the message that you really wanted to get across in your book, your reason for writing this book? What was the, the main purpose that you... We're trying to convey. I really wanted to convey the importance of service dogs in a veteran's life. The lack of knowledge, for better terms, that most people have. They don't understand. You just don't walk up to a dog and, and these parents say, oh, yeah, go pet the dog. If they have a working vest on, don't. Mm. Right? And so I wanted to educate, you know, those parents that are reading to their children these books, right? It educates the parents as well as the children. And... Um, my overall goal was just education in general. And that comes, I mean, I think you nailed it. Like, Thank it you. comes across in a beautiful way. Well done. And I, I learned a lot. And I think, and my son's, he's really interested in the military. He's Your only son six. was amazing today, oh, by that's the what, way. That, that's what <laughs> <laughs> She got to meet him because he was, uh, he likes to talk, so. <laughs> he was one of my volunteers. It was awesome. We're good. But my younger son is the one that's really, he likes military stuff. and So he's always checking out military books So from the library here. So he's going to be super excited that we have our own um, book from you. So I'm super excited about that. We talked about, you talked about a little bit on um, like what, what Jake and Shay, which actually they're here with us right now. So if you hear the gurgling in the yeah. background, it's Shay. She's noisy. <laughs> that's her way to contribute <laughs> to the podcast. You talked about a little bit about what they do to help you. One of the things I hadn't heard was um, you talked about like the um, the PTSD help and the anxiety and all of that. The fer the pheromone pheromones pheromones pheromones. But you at the with the kids you showed them the mobility bracing and mobility bracing yes. and mobility. So could you explain what that is? All right. So background, so you understand. Um, I've had nine surgeries on my right leg due to. Uh, total accident in Afghanistan. <laughs> so um, bracing and mobility allows a veteran to travel by themselves because they're able, if they fall or they can't get up, being able to tell 
a dog to up and brace allows them to use the dog in the best to pull themselves up. Um, I gave the example earlier about being in a bathroom. Nobody wants to get stuck in the toilet, mm-hmm. but so many places are out of ADA compliance that I've literally had to have Shay pull me off the toilet because my knee locks up. And so it's one of those things that we are, I'm very fortunate because with the bracing and mobility, I am able to do so much. Um, I can go hiking with a bad knee and hip. I'm able to climb up rocks. This summer I got to go cliff diving, which was awesome. What? I know. Shay, we were out at Lake Whitney and Shay didn't have her vest on, but my cousin's oldest daughter wanted to go cliff dive off this huge rock out in the middle of Lake Whitney. And I'm like, heck yeah, I'll go do it with you. (laughs) So um, we jumped off the pontoon boat. Shay swam over with me. She helped me get all the way up to the top. I held onto her collar and the the back of her, and and she pulled me up the rock. Savannah, my cousin, um, she and I got over to the edge. Shay stayed with me all the way to the edge so I wouldn't fall and have an accident going down. And we were able to cliff dive. And I bet you if I would have done it one more time, she would have jumped. (laughs) She was like, she would, I would jump and she would make sure I landed. And then she'd run back down the boulder, swim out to me, and we would swim back together. And so it's being able to have that kind of quality of life. Yeah. That's exciting and beautiful. And like, I love the relationship that you have with your dogs. Like it's, this is, it's, I've never seen this bond. Like it's beautiful. Well, normally most uh, dogs that are retired from VA dogs, they become what they call facility dogs, and um, they're based out of Kerrville. So the Kerrville-Bandera area, they have counseling centers for veterans and things like that. And a lot of times the retired dogs will go to the facilities. But Jake and I were so strongly bonded that they did not want to separate us. And I am thankful for that because I think I would have cried. I think I'd still be crying if, (laughs) if I didn't have him with me. I'm I'm glad that they let Jake stay. He's such a sweetie. <laughs> okay, so I want before we go, before I let you go, I know you're probably exhausted. You've had I mean, she's been she's speaking to the whole school, she's doing book readings, and then she has to talk with me. So, uh, but where? Um, well, actually, first of all, where can people connect with you? What's like the best place if people want to get in touch for books or? <laughs> all right, I will give you my cell phone number. It is my author's cell phone number. It is 325-669-1025. If you want a copy of my book, I can actually sell it to you cheaper than you can buy it online, but don't tell anybody. Uh, <laughs> I'm able to purchase in bulk, that's why. And so um, I can send you an autographed copy. I can let you have the information uh, through text message. Um, you can also connect on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Jamie, J-A-M-I-E dot R dot C-O-L-E 22. And um, I try to post and keep up with that. I am not technology savvy all the time, but I try to keep up with it. So um, I would love for y'all to follow me. Absolutely. And before we look, I have to ask you this. Since you're a librarian, (laughs) what are some of your top book recommendations? That's hard because I like them all. (laughs) Um, I will actually tell you, when I taught junior high, 7th and 8th grade, my favorite books to do novel studies on, The Outsiders, Mm. The True Confession of Charlotte Duell. Have you heard of that one? Oh, very good, especially if you like pirates and adventures and all this kind of stuff. Mutiny, a lot of adventure there. Um, Of course, 
where the red fern grows. I think I've read that every year since my sixth grade year. <laughs> so, and for younger children, I really enjoy the crayon books, mm. um, that and the spot books. Um, they teach a lot of good kindness skills, for lack of a better term, you know, helping each other out, being kind to each other. And I think that's really important for children, yeah. but it's done in a fun way. Mm. So anything educational, pretty much. I like to read for fun, don't get me wrong, but I, I also like to learn. Mm -hmm. So anything historical, I can oh, give it to me, I'll read it. Historical so. fiction? Historical fiction or just any history, history, just straight up biography, autobiography, um, anything. I'm not a big Vietnam fan, but I really enjoy reading about World War II, mm -hmm. World War I, the Civil War, yeah. um, things like that. Well, awesome. And thank you so much. I'm wondering, like, you're just a fascinating person. And, like, I wonder if you'll ever, in your future, do you see, like, a memoir or something, like, kind of your journey or? Not yet. I'm actually uh, going up to Oklahoma next week to visit with some family up there because I'm writing some stories, some family history and things like that for a cookbook that's going to be at the back of our cookbook for next year's family reunion. Well, so I don't know about me yet, but uh, I like telling other people's stories right now. Well, I think you have a beautiful story of your own. <laughs> if you ever do, I'll be the first to buy it. So thank you. Let me know. But thank you so much, Jamie, for letting me take up some of your time. Oh, anytime. Education's cool. <laughs> so, and that's a wrap with Jake the service dog. So that was that was the interview with Jamie R. Cole, and I so wish you could have been there, Mom, because it was so fun. Um, it was so fun to get to talk with an author and hear her read to the kids. And um, so I, I'm sorry that you weren't there, but I'm glad we get to kind of close out the podcast together. Well, I'm just proud of you for seizing the opportunity. Way to go. Carpe diem. <laughs> Seize yeah. the day. Seize. It was not like my day. I, I wasn't expecting my day to go that way, but I was like, yeah, I was blessed. But to your credit, you seized it. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You went and way to go. You, that's what happens when you're flexible. Not what you planned on, but man, I learned so much from that book, though. Well, what'd you learn from the book? Well, you know, years ago, we had a, um, we had a story about uh, Rosie, the visiting dog. So in that story, I learned that, you know, there's actual dogs that train and they go in to visit people in hospitals. And I, and it was kind of reminded me, that's my connection with Ooh. this book because it's kind of the same thing because you're not a regular dog and you can't go wild if there's cords and everything in the hospital. So it kind of reminded me of that, but I love the interaction between the older dog and the younger dog and um, let this old dog teach you some new tricks and stuff. I, I like that play on words. I know. I love the play on that too. I thought it really reminded me of Hank the Cow Dog. You know, I thought there was some that was it was a fun dynamic um yeah. to get in there and the and the the really cool thing is that that dynamic is actually real and i actually mm -hmm. got to meet jake and i got to meet shay and you know jake he's he's living his best life right now like he's retired and he doesn't have to worry about anything and mm -hmm. shay's the one that does you know she's took his um 
uh, job, you know, but it's, it was, it's a really unique dynamic. And I'm, I think that's fascinating how she captured it. Well, she took over his job. I think he was ready to pass the torch. Mm-hmm. So I think, and the, and I thought one thing that was amazing of how many medications Jake helped her get off. Yes. That, that was I was mind, blown away. Mind yeah. blowing. Mind blowing. I was like, are you serious? And the fact that someone would prescribe that many medications, I'm like, but I do kind of, at one point she was talking about veterans, uh, VA has a bad connotation. They do kind of use veterans as guinea pigs and prescribe stuff and do all that. So I see that that would be a problem. You know, I never thought about that before until I had that conversation and I was like, that's that's a horrible way to treat these people that have sacrificed so much for our country, you know? I have heard that from other people that, you know, there's veterans that don't go to the VA because of that, you know? Yeah. And that's sad, yeah, because they have done so much. And I don't think people realize... Uh, you know, the, to the extent, let's say, uh, let's say a veteran looks like to you that they're okay, because by looking at her, you could not tell that she had this, these problems, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like yeah. going to the bathroom and stuff. So I just think we need to have a lot of um, gratitude in our heart for them. Cause even, and she talked about the PTSD, that's one thing, but then there's some physical things that we don't necessarily see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, to yeah, I'm sure going to the bathroom by yourself would be um, such a blessing if you hadn't been able to. You know? Yes. Yes. And I, I just I'm just shocked at these dogs like the the it's amazing their ability and the and she, you know, because a normal dog and she showed that to the kids, too. If you press on the back of a normal dog, they, they're going to sit down. That's, Mm -hmm. that's kind of how you teach them to sit down when, you know, it's like push on, you know, they sit down and, but these dogs know how to brace once the, their veteran says that and they, she can use that and push, you know, it's like a huge help. So. And another thing that was surprising is the scent. They can tell by her scent. That I had no idea about that. They they can tell by her scent before she passes out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. I'm just so grateful for these people that that started that program too, the VA and those that, and those that are training the dogs too. Yeah. Yes. I mean, and she said that typically it takes uh, 52 weeks of training, but she said Shay was kind of exceptional, and she did it. Um, I think seven weeks is what she said. So wow. She she went through the program very quickly, but most dogs, I think she said, take 52 weeks. I might, she'll have to check if I'm misquoting that, but, and you know what else is interesting is that, cause she said it, she's so bonded with Jake and that they typically don't let retired dogs stay with their veteran. And, but, but because they're so bonded, they knew it would be detrimental to Jake and her to separate them. And so they, they let him stay, but mm. it's kind of cool because I mean, she had to, she had to leave a job that she loved because of health, of health reasons. And he had to do the same thing. So uh, in a way that's that even strengthens their bond that much more you know mm-hmm. they both are can relate to that yeah that was sad that she had to quit uh, teaching and do the like she quit library she quit being a librarian too is that mm-hmm. right that's yes. what i thought that was I, sad. I, yeah i think she was a librarian and teacher and uh, yeah she said having to say goodbye to the kids was like one of the hardest things mm-hmm. that she's had to do recently you know so, and I just appreciate 
her passion for education and um, learning, you know, and you're, you are a huge advocate for learning and education. And so I was like, man, maybe, maybe in the future we can uh, get together again, because she said, this is the first book of a five book series. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I know that I think kids would like this because I find kids, especially third, fourth graders that I have, they love nonfiction. They really do. And this is a kind of a cool format. Kids love dialogue and you got a lot of dialogue in there and really they like information. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a win, win, win. Yeah. I think that it would be and plus you're teaching them about something that they, they may have actually seen, but not known what it was. They might've seen a dog. I think most kids know about seeing eye dogs. They know about those kind, but they don't know. In fact, I thought, I think in Arkansas, I might have seen a dog like that because I thought, why does that guy have one? And the dog had a vest on, but I didn't see uh, what, I didn't see any writing on it. But I'm thinking this may be in other places too. And that might've been like a, a, a dog for a veteran or something. You know what I'm saying? And yes. So that would let kids know, like you said, uh, not to pet them because you could actually mess things up, get your scent in there, you know? Yes. And that's where self-control comes in (laughs) for kids. Maybe easy to train the dogs, but let's work on the kids. (laughs) (laughs) I think the dogs are are probably easier than kids. Yeah. That's a a good point. (laughs) Because like you said, the kids, yeah, they just go to them and they don't even think. And uh, where we, we want them to think, because uh, once she talked about the scent thing, I was thinking, because their nose is so fine tuned. I thought, well, that wouldn't be good to get, you know, like a lady with a lot of perfume on and all this kind of stuff. You could whack up a nose, you know. Yeah, that's and true. So, and they're so attuned to her. Yeah. Which it's really important that they stay attuned to her body. Yeah. yeah kind of like stay on her frequency that's yes. where she, they, they need to be and you know but you know everything is not uh as it seems like kids think oh it's a dog it's time to play not necessarily and i loved it in the book where it said helping someone is the most fun of all because that's how god has us we're supposed to be creatures to serve we're supposed to mm. serve others and that is the, that's a great thing to serve but people uh our society at large kind of twists it around and they think you deserve a break. You deserve this and all that. When really, if you want to be smart, go serve someone and you'll feel better than you ever felt. That's true. I 100%. mean, the dogs, the dogs have, fi- have it figured out. Let's, let's, <laughs> we, uh, can we get in there with the dogs at least, you know, maybe yeah. <clears throat> we could learn from the dogs, but I, I was, I'm just, I'm, it was such an honor to get to interview her and meet her. And I just want to thank all the veterans out there that have served and are serving. Like I was able to do this on veterans day, which was cool. And um, so we just, we support the military and we just thank you guys so much for all of your service and sacrifice. It, it it truly is amazing. And you are, are, yeah, we're blessed to live in a country uh, where we we have the right, the, these rights like, like freedom to choose and freedom, but those rights aren't free. And yes, those came from someone, someone putting their life on the line. And sometimes people, 
and yes, they're behind the scenes. And I think sometimes they, some people forget and we just need to be, yeah. So thankful to all veterans. Yes. From and years ago to right now. I mean, uh, if you know a veteran, give them a hug, <laughs> give them a hug and say, thank you for your service. Buy them a meal. Yes. Yes. I think that was, I mean, that would be the least we could do. Oh, and, yes. Um, and I think if there's a way that people could donate to this, um, uh, the dog, uh, the assistant thing, they're going to change the name and that would be good because the name is atrocious. You can't remember it. So, like, <laughs> yeah. So that's good. I will put that in the, I'll put that in the show notes. And so that's a great idea. Yeah. If you feel moved to donate to, uh, the organization, I think it's a great cause. I mean, you're helping that, that's a different way to help veterans. There's a lot of ways to help veterans and that this is just one of them, but um, that would be a great way to give back and show our appreciation. Yeah. I mean, when I heard her say how many, she went from oodles of pills to two. I can't remember the, the big number, but it was amazing. I said, how it's like 22 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Down to two. I'm thinking, Oh yeah, let's uh, you know, man, let's jump on that bandwagon because that is worth uh, um, delving into for everybody of course you know i could ju- just hear the pharmaceutical people going well, we're going to squash that podcast <laughs> Get out of here. but i'm just saying that that's what we ought to be doing if there's a way that's not a chemical compound you know because every drug has a side effect yes so yep great so, so spread the word for letting me in on your um adventure well thanks for recapping it with me and that's a wrap on jake the service dog what is a service dog by jamie r cole and we'll see you on the next one woof, woof, woof.